uh, Jonathan, yep. one thing I really wanted to bring up um, about your PTQ story, and particularly your that the that last match you're just referring to. Mm-hmm. That's that. I can totally picture you doing that, but that is not the way you generally speaking interact. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. If if there's a, a rules lawyer in this in in this bunch, it's definitely me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but like. I don't know. Like that just seems. It seems. It seems like the type of interaction that I wouldn't expect out of you at at most levels, particularly at that level. Like that's surprising to me. Like like eight or seven or eight rounds in. Like that's just that's really um, actually kind of kind of frustrating to hear that 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 you in know, that it was particular a total setting. Noob, it was a total noob 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 job on my part, and I and part of it I have to say was my arrogance because. I saw some of the cards you're playing with, and I saw a position, and I had him. I, I thought I had him dead to rights, but the you com- see, so so what it came down to is you thought you were going to beat him anyway, and it wasn't going to matter, and you would rather be a nice guy in that city situation. Uh, that's a factor. Another factor was just my tiredness, and you know, and I was kind of drained by that point um, because of uh, kind of like the weather and the, this you know a lot of the factors that but it's not an excuse but it's just the reality of the situation and that sure I'm, I'm just trying to dissect yeah. it a little bit and another factor was another factor was just i think the guy just he just kind of mentally gamed me like when i said like he i think he recognized he obviously recognized he made the mistake and he tried to correct it right away and his you know and his actions suggest that he was aware of it right away but you know when i looked at him he just like gave me this blank stare and he's like dude what are you talking about i have no idea you know what's going on and, and that's how i felt anyway so i almost felt like he like i i and it's and it's wrong and it's bad and i shouldn't you know it's it's it was totally incorrect of me but i was almost like you know i don't and, oh and the other thing was that i had another guy who i played against earlier who had just come back to magic um and he and really nice guy by the way just easygoing you know really good guy and we had a lot of talk back and forth but he had some stuff where i like had to be strict and i tried to and 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 i kind of had some guilt from that because i was like well even though it's a ptq should i really be being that strict about stuff so there was all those factors going on it's not an excuse it was wrong of me and immediately when anything's fishy call a judge right away and from first-hand experience because if i beat him who knows because you you know play all sorts of different people but i felt like i had a very good chance of going x and one you know just winning um winning that you know winning that round i would have won and then oh and we played an extra game afterwards and i just totally destroyed him where if i make the correct calls you know so that's in all fairness that's my beats yeah in all fairness though just because there might this might be going through some of our listeners minds as well just in the same situation that russ was talking about way earlier in the show about how if i had done this maybe blah well if you had done if if you had called him on that, there's a possibility that the game would have turned out a little differently. And mm-hmm. on the the additional game that you played, where you crushed him, like you are actively playing that as if you're probably playing that as if it's a, like a legitimate match. After they after you beat somebody and you play another one, they're probably not playing at the same. That's like that. That's what I thought. And but I did look. I beat him in a very short order and in a, in a few amount of turns. I had a fairly aggressive deck. So, and that's what I thought. And especially. 
you know, the way that he was playing, although he was playing some suboptimal cards anyways, but then I, I asked if I could see his hand. I, I showed, you know, I was like, what can I see? I was like, what were you holding on to? And he was just like, you know, a couple mana shy of doing some, you know, some good stuff. Um, he did have uh, the Planeswalker, Venser, you know, he had some other things. So if he, you know, he did get kind of mana screwed on that game um, because that's what I thought. I was like, oh, is he just holding lands back on me, stuck at, you know, four or whatever it was, or is he just holding his creatures back because he wants to make me feel better? So I did actually ask, you know, if I could, I was like, so what, you know, what what plays did he have where he just stuck on mana? And he just, like, shows his hand and he's like, yeah, you know, I could have played this or that, but, you know, da 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 da. So I thought that, but then after verifying it, I think that he played it up, op- you know, as optimally as it could be in it bad situation but i sure and that's a way and that's a way of actively you know yeah th- but that, i but i agree and 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 who knows i mean it's random you know chaos theory and all the different facts that go into it i just feel disappointed in myself and it's also disappointing from the fact of the matter that it's actually not it's 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 actually also doing a disservice to him because that's only encouraging negative behavior and if that was me i would not want that for myself because i want to get better i want to get much better and i'm not going to get better if i'm not getting punished for making the wrong play and not learning from it. Yeah, yeah. The the takebacks can definitely uh, be a double edged sword in that. Uh, yeah, you might do better in this one game, but uh, it's always going to be a crutch that you rely on. Exactly. Uh, you you've got to suffer through those those bad decisions in order to uh, to get better. And yeah, so it's and it's and and it's a misnomer to say big and nice guy for that reason because it's actually not nice. It's actually doing a disservice to everyone involved, and it's it's just it was just totally wrong of me and the tiredness anything else that's not an excuse. I I just um, it was just incorrect. And for next time, I'll know better. Um, but anyway, uh, so. It was a blast, though. The whole tournament was great. It was super fun. I watched some really good magic. And I also watched some really bad magic being played, actually, the last round. And some of the people who got in, I felt like, or at least, you know, one or two, I was watching some of their games, and I was like, there was just such severe misplays. That I was just like, ah. I mean, people are tired. Lots of stuff is going on. But I'm like, man, I could totally compete with these guys, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm in this round. And I could totally uh, do well here. But... On the other hand, there were a couple decks that were just, you know, knock knockout spectacular with very good players and very very good card pools, and that combination can be lethal. So, all in all, it was fun. There was lots of great magic being played. Playing against Brad Nelson was awesome, um, and I can't wait to hopefully, you know, we'll be going to this Grand Prix in Nashville or some of the other events, and and I can play against him competitively and uh, just, you know, just awesome. Um, Aside from that, uh, and what I took back from this sealed experience was that you have to, in this format, you can have a nuts infect deck, which is very rare and hard to do in sealed, but it's possible um, because there's a lot of those at common, like Blight Ma- or the uh, Blight Mamba and the uh, two casting us one one flyer and the plus X plus X spell are all commons. So it's possible to have a Nuts Infect deck, but you really want to uh, have almost all of your cards dedicated to it for that to happen, and that can be one that's that, that'll get you there. Another one is any deck that has... Yeah, I mean, you're going to get to your five, six, seven casting cost bombs in most games. So really 
finding those and then building around them in your sealed pool I think is is correct. Like if you have a Geth and you have like one or two other black cards, if you can find or even if that's your only black card, it might be correct just to play just for the Geth because in so many occasions you will get to that late part of the game where you're going to need one of those just game winners. Also, for that reason, it's very important to hold on to your arrests and to hold on to your shatters or evoke existences for, you know, the mere battlesmith, or I mean, a battlesphere that comes into play or the, um, you know, Scytherix or whatever it is. Um, not to waste them on chumps early that you could just be taking a couple damage here and there from or blocking or whatever, but to make sure that you're using it correctly. Um... But aside from that, um, you know, the, what we've talked about on previous casts I think holds true for Sealed. Um, and, yeah. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on Sealed for this format? Bombs, bombs, have, have, <laughs> bombs still rise to the top, but I, have, I, I also see really consistent, not very bomby decks that have a lot of ways of dealing with bombs. See, I, I, I've seen those do really well too. Like, if you can, if you can, like, if you can, if you can construct the best deck in your pool, you are giving yourself a really good opportunity. And to do that, well, not to do that, but um, to make sure that you have constructed that as best as possible, I highly recommend after the first round. Or whenever you get an opportunity to to consult as much as possible with people that you you have met, anybody that you've networked about your deck, ask questions, ask for opinions, open your deck up to people that you know that you haven't played even or, or even if you you know even if you might play them, um, but your first round opponent, anybody you possibly can get that 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 input in because if you don't build an optimal deck. You're you're kind of stuck with it for the tournament, but not for every game of every match. Only for game one, you can totally like sideboard into a completely different deck for games two and three for every match for the rest of the tournament. I've seen people do it into success. So yeah, it's pretty common. Um, so definitely, like definitely, don't be afraid of being stuck with what you're kind of stuck with. And 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 I highly highly recommend fish bowling and trying to get as many um, quick little games in between rounds at the beginning of tournaments because it'll make you it'll give you an edge over all of your opponents because you'll be more familiar with what is truly in your deck in comparison to everybody else. I think uh, in in terms of sealed uh, in this environment, you know, you really. I, I personally am not a huge fan of Infect in general. Um, I've I've not drafted Infect uh, at all in any of the drafts. You know, I've done uh, thirty drafts or more of of Scars, and uh, just am am not impressed by Infect. I think it's it's much too shaky to go unless you've got one of the two bomb rares, either uh, Scytherix or Hand of the Praetors, uh, to kind of back you up. And so you know, if you do get past that nuts Infect deck or especially in sealed and 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 have it uh kind of just fall into place for you but from my money you know white is such a strong color in this set and uh if you can pair white with either red or black and get the best use out of those removal colors um removal is at such a premium in this set as well and uh a lot of times that can carry the day 
uh, for you. So I, I always look, uh, you know, to to my bombs first, like uh, uh, Greg was talking about. But uh, if I can find a way to include the high quality cards that White has, I usually try to. Absolutely, yeah. White is. I do like White a lot, and this agreed with that. Um, uh, one thing I'd like to bring up that I get excited anyway, I was really general. Um, one thing that hasn't hasn't been mentioned, and I don't know if we mentioned it much when we talked about on our last episode, um, when we when we did our like our what do we think of scars? Blue is extremely underrated. Don't get me wrong; it's not white. Like white is is if you've got a if you've got a a pool that is a bunch of like bomb artifacts and and whites, like that's 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 your deck. But the um, the blue replica and some of the um, the artifact disruption, both the regular counter spell, but in the artifact counter spell, there's there's a lot of really good interactions with blue as a support color. And and if you were just kind of aware of that, and other people aren't, you might see something in your pool that you can do that can that can be like white with blue as a support that can be really really outstanding and in the latter rounds of a, of a good tournament, like a Volition Reigns, for example, can really, really get strong when you're when you're actively ki- taking adv- taking away or utilizing whatever they were doing to get them to that point. So that was one thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah, and uh, you know we had in in our last draft, Alexis had a mono blue deck, right? The one of the last yeah. drafts we had, and she she went undefeated in a team in a team. She uh, lost. She she should have gone undefeated. She sh- that, but she, she lost yeah, the one I mean, game to. Uh, I think it was Bobby Hill. It was it was, it was Bobby Hill who she, who had a nutty nutty quick well, deck. She, but. She, she even you know said right after it, she's like oh if I only um, volition reigns the flyer the natural flyer as opposed to the equipped flyer she wins because the it was uh, he still needed to have. I think a pump spell or something like that, but it was just if it was for that, and she knew it right away. But besides that, she would have gone undefeated, and um, she just drafted a mono blue deck with a lot of the flyers, and and it was really good for her. Um, so I agree. I think blue is is uh, it's. I feel like it's almost one of those trap colors where like like Riddlesmith at first seems like it would be so insanely good, but after assessing it and playing with it for a while now i think it's just like it's okay but it's no mirror smith it's no you know the uh ember smith it's i mean it's okay but it's nowhere near along as uh, the lines of of those as far as how good it is because you're playing less land in this format than you would in some of the other formats anyway so it's not as obvious it's 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 not it's not as easy to play as those other those other smiths i mean the reality is if you've got good cards that are good in your situation you you you're not looking actively looking to 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 loot i mean it's it's looters in general are are very good and they require a higher level of skill than well i don't know a lot of other cards i know I, I think in this format that's it's just not nearly as good given the aggression and given everything else i mean in m10 or even in m11 if it was a format where you just want to get to your big bombs and you're doing that as quickly as possible that's one thing but in this format where you know it can be you can have a very quick start you can have a lot of uh cheap efficient 
creatures or uh, ramp up to stuff quickly with your mirrors. Um, I think it's I think the I think that it's a little. It, and plus, like I said, you're running less land than normal, and your land is more vital, therefore, uh, than it normally would be. Uh, so, I don't know, like, that's one example. Another example is the uh, Mana War. It's uh, three and a blue for Metalcraft Bouncer Creature. Like, that seems like it would be amazing, but it's really hard to to really benefit off that guy. Most of the time, he's just a forecast cast 2-2 flyer, which they're more efficient flyers in the format that do better things. I don't know. I, I really love that card. I really love that card. <laughs> like, from a tempo perspective, like, to, to be able to deal with the one guy on their side that, you, that you're that you having difficulty with, or, um, from either, from a tempo perspective, like, to, to, to have their Steel Hellkite um, have to go back into their hand where you can now interact it with it with the other type of blue support cards that can maybe just counter it that maybe you didn't have oh. in your hand or maybe you didn't have the man up to be able like it, it's so I don't know but I that's I, very that's I really a very well, that's a very, but that's very situational right like yeah you have to have metal sure. it seems pretty corner case and I mean for that perspective like I can see how in a in a very aggressive deck disperse can be really good where you're you know bouncing creature back yeah. and you're swinging in and stuff but the reason why i say that is it seems like blue is first of all it's it's very hard to have metal craft and play that guy because let's say you do you do have three artifacts out and you're you're ready to bounce my whatever you want to bounce i'm like okay shatter in response you know you just played a forecasting cost two two you know what I'm saying? Um, a two-two that flies and flying is extremely relevant in, in, sure, in the, in but the like format. Sure, but but I mean, there, flyers again, again, the whole like my my whole argument, and, and we can we can move on, but not blue as a base color. Um, we we did give that anecdote about Alexis, but I think blue is a very good support color. So yeah. When you've got a color like white, which is can be extremely aggressive, and you've got white metalcraft deck with a with a, a support of a couple of, of blue cards that really amp up your tempo and deal with deal with cards in a an, an aggressive way as opposed to in a more passive way that white generally is it, the way that white deals with creatures is often in, in a more passive way and it, and the blue can give you access to a part of the color pie that you don't necessarily have in white in that perspective and and that's one of those cards well i mean if i'm yeah i can see what you're saying i think that i think that white has a lot of good like it has the common that removes a enchantment or artifact from the game it has uh common with a rest you know, so it has a lot of stuff that in a metalcraft deck you're only going to get a certain amount of colored cards. And at common, it already has such strong, such things are so much stronger than that guy. Um, you know, am I really going to want? Is he really that strong to put in as a support? Even if he, if I can semi-reliably get to metalcraft, reliably get to it, would I rather play a forecaster cost two two flyer or? Are there other colored spells? Because you only get a, a you know a very small amount of colored spells if you're going to be uh, doing that strategy, right? Because you want to have a critical mass of artifacts. So I hear what you're saying, but I just think that um, maybe not in, in in certain decks. I think blue is a great support uh, 
color and I can agree with white it can be very good too I just think it's it seems like a color that has a lot of traps in it where you would think oh this looks so good and in many formats it would be for another example is volition rains in this format is less good because a percentage of the decks you'll play will be poison it might be a relatively small percentage but against poison that card is you know very slow and often not getting the value that you want out of something in this format that costs six um when we say format I know you mean scars, but I think it must be stated. Are we talking draft or are we talking in sealed? Draft because sealed. In draft or um, I, I just uh, in, in sealed, I think that that card is an absolute house. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I I'm think it's it's, it's much more it's powerful in sealed. I completely agree. It's more powerful. I'm just saying that it's not nearly as good as it seems, and that's all. Yeah, I'm no, for sure, it's not mind yeah. control. Like in in draft, mind control like instantly shoves you. Like straight into blue, sure. you know, head first. And volition range, you 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 pass it because it is a trap in in drafts, oh, so and it, it requires I, so much. And I, I, you're you're so, you're so right. That's, that, so that's all I'm saying is that I think that there that there are some traps, and it's important to be wary of that and conscious of it for blue. But um, but that's all I'm saying, and I agree that it it can have some important support too, like you're saying, and uh, like Russell was saying. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's, but it is getting of, of that hour, so we, we might just want to move on to the rest of this and, and call her a night for tonight. What do you guys say? Sure. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if we have... Honestly, I'm not in terms of content, I'm not sure if there's a whole lot that we had. There are a couple of wrap-up stuff. Yeah. Um, I just want to wrap up and mention uh, two quick things. One is, uh, well, the some of the articles on Channel Fireball that anyone who's a spike should check out immediately. Travis Wu, as I've mentioned before, is one of my favorite authors and also videographers. Um, so check out his videos if you haven't seen him yet. But he uh, has his Two Cents article about um, breaking mental magic is what it's called. Um, but it's it's very good article. Check it out. It was um, posted uh, recently, a couple days ago, and uh, it's it's definitely worth your time. Also, I would highly recommend checking out Connolly Woods' new uh, article slash um, category on there, the Deck Doctor. Um, he is going to be taking decks that are submitted to him. Um, you can email him at deckdoctor at channelfireball.com, and he'll quote-unquote fix the decks and tweak them, uh, and it's such an interesting concept. Uh, so highly recommend checking that out too. And finally, we mentioned it before, but if you haven't seen the All Stars Scars of Mirrodin draft with all the some of the top players in the world, and each of them individually giving out their interpretation of it and their logic and stuff, check that out. It is phenomenal and definitely worth your time. Um, and we can put. Greg is, is is mentioned to me right now. We can put a link of all this in the show notes, and we will do that. Um, last thing, uh, we want to give a couple shout-outs, right, uh, to, first of all, Tangent uh, over at Manny, Manny Screwed, um Podcast. Those guys are doing good work, and they had a great podcast that just came out, so check that out. Also to... Um, in contention, we're glad they're up and running again. They took some time off, but Sam Stodd and the crew are back, and they are one of my personal favorites on the MTG Cast site. And I, and I have a lot of them. The Gin is my favorite. Monday Night Magic is a close second, but In Contention is well in contention, and I highly recommend checking them out if you haven't already. They're very good. Uh, Greg, you listen to them, right? And Russell. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I was really excited to see them come back. I thought they had uh, pod faded there for a while, but uh, I was very excited to see them come back. And it's funny because actually they were originally they were our main competition for doing for competitive podcasts that also talk about the cube. Because right when we came out with ours, they came out with one right afterwards. And then we mm-hmm. did another one, and then they did. I think they did another one. So it's kind of funny about that. Um, but Greg, you listen to In Contention too, right? So I um, to no, I, I'm actually um, tangentially aware of them. <laughs> like I'm not actually. I think um, I've brought them up to you a couple times because I like. Yes, them a lot. we. We. I think we. I think we've talked about them a couple times, yeah. and I've been like, I've been interested, and then I've basically been told that like they're dead. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that the, the fact that they're not is 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 actually news to me, and, and I will actively make an effort to. Um, to listen to some of their stuff. Well, they they just came out with with their with their episode again after taking a hiatus, so it is it's pretty recent. Yeah. Um, and uh, also we got a shout out on the gin. Um, I emailed him about possibly coming on the show. Uh, he expressed some interest, so uh, hopefully we'll get him on here for you guys to hear outside of the playground. Uh, like I said, you know, it's by far my... Well, not by far. I like Monday Night Magic's lot too, but it is definitely, I think, the best podcast on the show. It is... He just puts so much effort into it. It's it's so good and so interesting. Um, so check that out if you can. And uh, Jin, if you're listening, come on over. We'd love to have you. Um, and that is all I have for today's show. Greg, Russell, is there anything else that we're missing? Um, A couple, like... Uh, first of all, how do you get a hold of us? Uh, <laughs> which is which is something that we would actually. Um, I'd like to make a little shout out to everybody who listens to us. Uh, feedback is something that we really really appreciate, and the more feedback, the better that our shows will be. So I, I'd like to personally ask you guys to um, go onto one of these avenues I'm about to describe and 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 talk to us. Tell us about the show. Give us feedback. Just things that you like. Uh, tell us that you like them so we can do more things of those that nature and the things that you